Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago, and I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. All right, we should be live on Facebook, popping up here. Super excited to get on. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to do an impromptu thing with you guys because, um, you know, a lot of times I don't get to go live in the Facebook group these days. Um, and I had a hole in my calendar. I was like, you know what? Fuck, let's do let's do an Ask Mark Anything. It's been a while since we've done one of those. Um, so I've got a ton of questions, which is great. Um, opening these group chats uh, have been really fun for us uh, because we're able to get a lot of uh, engagement from you guys and hear from you uh, and see what's going on and, and what you want to do. So I've got a ton of questions here. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of time and, and let's see how far we can get. Um, if your question is really, really long, I probably am not going to be able to get to it because it's a lot of work um, to to like work through your question. So ideally, if you, if you have a question, you're posting it as a um, quick question that I can kind of uh, popcorn through because I want to make sure I give fair and equal time to, to other guys as well. So let's get started with the first one uh, from Michael. Uh, he said he made the mistake of being affectionate with his wife the last couple of days. She was affectionate back, but looking at call recorded, she started to reach back out to the guy she cheated on me with. I thought she was starting to come back around. Is this normal? Yeah, man, dude, this is totally normal. Um, this is what I call false positives. Um, a lot of guys that have been through uh, an affair, um, you know, it, it's it's so confusing to you. It's so confusing because your wife has basically said, I, I want to be with somebody else. And so they they do that and they do it secretly and they don't tell you. And then they get caught or they find out and now they're confused. They don't know what to think. They don't know what to do. In one sense, they don't want to lose their marriage. They don't want to lose their home, their children. But in the other, it's really, really hard for them to give up this other guy. Um, I call this like an addiction. And when you have this sort of addiction, it's hard to let go without full commitment of I'm letting go of this person, never going to talk to them again. I'm blocking them from everything and clean slate. And then not only does she need a clean slate, but then she has to go and do some counseling, go do some therapy, go do some work, some inner healing to get to the root of what caused her to open herself up to another man. And it wasn't just as simple as like, oh, she just started saying things and, and, and all let one thing led to another. It's never that simple. While yes, in true reality, that's what happened. There's always a deeper component that she needs to work on. And your job is not to help her work on that. Your job is to work on your feelings, your, your, your betrayal, the hurt around the depression, the anxiety you're feeling around what she did. And so when, when two people, when this happens, the woman or the, the affair person needs to go work on why, and the person who's been cheated on needs to go work on how, meaning how do I move forward? How do I heal from this? How do I... How do I continue to grow back together so that we can come to a place of reconciliation? This is why most marriages that have had an affair don't actually get reconciled. One person has the affair and says, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll never do that to you again, baby. That was my bad. I shouldn't have done that. She comes back and you're like, oh, oh, baby, I love you. And, and because of all those emotions built up, there's all this lustful feelings and just like sex becomes this like passionate thing. And it's great. And you're having sex all the time. And like, you think everything's good, but but she's feeling sad and depressed. She's feeling sad and depressed because she's having withdrawal. She's having withdrawal from the drug that she had. And it's not the man. It's not the man. It's never the man. It's the feeling that the man gives her. 
It's that intangible, like out there, like it's so close I can touch it, but I can't quite reach it feeling. And that's what she's sad about. She's sad because she saw it right at the, the tops of her fingertips. It was like right there in the palm of her hand, but she couldn't quite grasp it. And now it's being ripped away and she feels that sadness. That's what it's like. That's what's happened when she's gone through this. And so for you, your job, your responsibility is not to fix her. Your job, your responsibility is not to fix what she's going through, but to work on you. How do I need to heal from this? How can I move forward? What do I want? Right? Because ultimately, if you don't know what you want, you're going to be in a dangerous position. All right. The second part of your question, um, the other guy, from what I understand, had pretty much kicked her to the curb after he had gotten some from her. Keep in mind, we're in the middle of divorce that I push her to do that. Is this something psychological behind this act of her appearing desperate to what this other man? So again, you know, these aren't really good questions. And what I mean by that is like, there's questions you ask because you're curious. And then there's a question, there's questions that have intentionality of purpose. And these questions are more about curiosity. Um, and, and while curiosity has a place and can be a good thing in this place, I don't think this is a curious question that needs to really be answered because what you're actually asking is, am I at fault? For making her want to go back to the other guy, I'm at fault for her cheating. No, you're not at fault for her cheating. You didn't put a gun to her head and said, go open your legs and fuck this guy. That's not what happened. Um, she made a choice. Now, did you create an environment? Did you did you not show up as a husband? Yeah, there's a good possibility that happened, right? And even still, it's not so much on working on what you could have done better as a husband, but healing through this. Most guys, again, they bury these feelings once the wife comes back and they think everything's okay. And they never fully get to the depth of what they actually experience. They never say, hey, heart, it's okay. It's okay that you're in pain. It's okay that you're dealing with this. Because men don't want to face that. We'd rather go into battle. We'd rather go wage a war. We'd rather put our life on the line potentially and die than actually open up about what we feel. Because it's scary to us. It's scary. There's a way through that. And to me, that's the true warrior. The true warrior, the true empowered man is a man who is aware and conscious of what he feels and has the tools and skills to deal with those emotions so that he doesn't stay stuck in the quagmire. All right. Uh, another question here. How do you get communication back between husband and wife going through a divorce? Um, if you're going through a divorce, I guess it just depends on the communication you're speaking about. If the communication you're speaking about is logistical, then it just needs to be what it is. Um, personally, when I went through divorce, I didn't want to speak to my my wife um, because I didn't want to get tied into all of her shit. So what I would do is I would just text and I would keep my text straight, simple, to the point. Um, we have this tool we we teach in um, in Thrive called Neutral Woman. And it's the idea that w- when your wife wants out of the marriage, your marriage is over. And the only way to treat her now is a neutral woman, which is a woman that doesn't have, you know, she's not your wife anymore. She's not your girlfriend. She's not somebody you've even known from your past. She's just a human being that you're going to be kind, cordial with. You're going to talk to her as a human being, but you're not going to be disrespectful. You're not going to be rude. You're not going to be a jerk. You're not going to be an asshole. You're not going to do any of those things. You're just going to communicate with her needs, things that are going on with kids, logistics, right? And doing so gives her the space and the freedom to not feel like you're trying to make something happen with her, to not feel like you're trying to like win her back. And that's the best way in my mind to do this, the best way that we've trained over 700, I don't know, 3,000 guys or something like that in the different programs we've had. And, and that is the way that works. Um, because when you're doing that and you're giving them the space 
You're saying, hey, you put up a boundary. I'm going to respect that boundary. I'm going to keep boundaries for myself. I'm going to respect these boundaries. And, and that's the healthiest way to do it. Uh, okay, Joshua, another one here, says, I thought I was making good progress, but regressed back. Divorce has been final for a while. My question is how to move forward without ruining a new relationship. I'm afraid I already have by regressing back. It actually hurts worse than the divorce. Uh, if you're talking about ruining a new relationship with another woman, dude, you should not be in a relationship. If if you are still in pain and you're still hurting from your divorce, guys, you should not be thinking with your dick right now. You should be thinking with your head, this one up here, not the one you don't. It, that is not what you should be thinking with. And I get it. I get why. Because, I mean, shit, we all want pussy. We all want to get head, right? We all want sex. We all want intimacy, right? We all want that. And that's okay. But you coming into a relationship with another human, uh, you're 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 basically bleeding from your your wounds from your marriage. And if you've been cut and you take that bleeding into your next relationship, you're just bleeding all over the next woman. So now she's having to deal with your blood because you haven't healed from what you went through in your last relationship. How fucked up is that? And that's what a lot of guys do. And a lot of women too, too. This is not, I'm not to blame men for this, but this is what a lot of people do because they, they're in such a rush to move on to get with somebody else that they don't actually deal with the shit that's inside. Um, I went through this, right? And, and I even had to come place where, when I'm dating my current wife to like back up for a second, go, wait a second, maybe this is too much. Maybe this is too fast. And I, maybe I need to slow this process down because maybe I'm not quite ready. And I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for marriage. I wasn't ready for the type of relationship that she ultimately was wanting. And I needed to give myself space to come to the place where I, then I was like, okay, now I can do this. And this is how we're going to do it. Keep boundaries up. And then when we were more ready, it, it got to the place where it was like a really a strong relationship and where we're going to move towards, you know, be, becoming a husband and wife and all those things. And you have to do that within timing, right? So if you're hurting and you're still, you should not be thinking about dating. Um, regressing back sounds like to me, you're dealing with just grief. You're dealing with, um, you know, just, just the grieving part and grief comes in waves. It's like the ocean. It comes in waves. Some days it's going to be low tide and other days it's going to be high tide. Some days there's going to be like peaceful waves and other days it's going to be ferocious waves. But just because you have a couple of days of peaceful waves doesn't mean you're over it. Doesn't mean everything's okay. Um, okay. What's the next one here? What is the best way to gain confidence in myself through a separation while dealing with codependency abandonment issues as a child? Woo, that's a that's a big one there, Chad. Um, the best way to gain confidence in yourself through a separation, um, really, confidence is what what we label as intense trust. So when you think of confidence, think of it as intense trust. You build confidence in yourself by looking at previous wins, by understanding who you are and identity. And so when you're dealing with low confidence because of codependency, abandonment issues as a child, what I, what I hear in there is that you basically don't know who the fuck you are. And so part of the help that you need to get is coming back to a place of who you actually are. And that's going to take work. Like, like there's no, there's no like magic bullet to gaining confidence. Um, I mean, I can give you some tips, you know, and part of that is like listing out like, you know, your wins and like where you are successful in life and what you are good at and all those types of things. But ultimately, when you're talking about codependency and abandonment issues as a child, that's not going to just go away. Like you're not going to just like all of a sudden have all this confidence when when you've been wounded here as a child and you haven't actually dealt with the codependency abandonment stuff. Um, and, a, and a lot of those things can be dealt with in coaching capacity or therapy capacity. But I definitely think you need to seek out some coaching. That is that is definitely an area that we work with a lot of guys in where they've lost confidence and they have this codependency abandonment stuff. The, the thing is, is once you actually gain that confidence, once you actually gain that personal value, 
you feel less abandoned. You don't feel like you're codependent anymore because you break the bondage of that. All right, let's see. Uh, our papers haven't been filed. She is on the fence someday. She wants me home, but then gets scared. Things are going back to the way they are. I'm so lost trying to gather my pieces that I don't know what to do. My every instinct tells me to fight for her, but then I end up smothering her. I tell her all about my day through it. Seems memes. Yeah, dude, like you're just wait. You're just doing way too fucking much. Like you're you're just doing way too much. You need to calm the fuck down and stop it. Um, women, women see what you're doing as obnoxious because they know when you're when 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 you're feeling insecure and and when a man is insecure and he starts trying to control and he starts trying to like oh i got to do this i got to do that like i i i deal with the same thing like when when my wife kind of pulls away or has having an emotionally hard day my my thought process is is like i start freaking out it's it's the ptsd in me it's the it's the old trauma of your abandonment rejection right all those things are there and it's like we we feel like we have to like fix we feel like we have to like do something and so what has to happen is number one is you have to emotionally regulate yourself you need to be fucking way more aware of what you're actually feeling and be honest with your feelings i'm feeling scared right now i'm feeling insecure i i feel like she's abandoning me or i feel like she's rejecting me and that fucking hurts like just admitting that, writing that down on a piece of paper is going to help you tremendously. Now, is that going to solve the whole problem? No, of course not. This is the, you know, this is the kind of work we do with guys because what happens is when when a man is trying to do this on his own, he runs into this thing of like he's in his head constantly. So, first thing is get it out on paper and at least like try to deal with it from that perspective. But second is, this is where coaching would really help you. Why? Because we can give you a different perspective that nobody else can. You know, our Thrive Brothers, that's part of the reason why some guys stay with us for years is because we're giving them perspectives on not just on their marriage, but on their life that they haven't ever had before. We're calling guys forward to become empowered men, not to live like little bitches, right? And so essentially you've been showing up like a little boy and your wife didn't marry you to be with a little boy. She wants a man. You may have a man-sized dick, but a, but a little boy heart. And the difference is, man, is like, if you have that little boy heart and you're still acting like this rejected little child, no woman wants to be with that. No woman wants to be with a man who's really not a man. So that's my thing to you, Billy, is, I, is like, you've got to get emotionally regulated. You've got to figure out what is driving the, the anxiety for you. Get open, honest on a piece of paper. Don't tell her. She doesn't fucking scare. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She's on the fence. Someday she wants me home. So, like, dude, don't, stop worrying about what she wants. Start focusing on what you want. And it can't be just like, well, I want my wife. I want my marriage. No, fuck that. Your marriage is over. Your marriage is over. If your wife is literally considering divorcing you, your marriage as you know it is over. And the only way to move forward is to create a new marriage. But the only way you can create a new marriage is if both people are doing the work. So the way you start with that is you stand for your marriage by you doing the work. And you hope that your influence and your leadership shows her that, hey, this guy actually is doing work. I'm going to start working on myself so that we can reconcile and we can have the marriage we want. But that doesn't just happen overnight. It doesn't just happen in a vacuum. You have to be fucking intentional. Or you're going to continue to show up as a lost little boy. All right, let's see. Uh, John, my wife did the ultimate betrayal. She done for the past two years. Filed a PF on me, a PFA on me, which is like a restraining order. Me and my daughter both got evicted from my home and are homeless. No phone, vehicle, or help from anyone. Still have my business, but I'm struggling to pay for everything. Is there any help for men in my position? Because it definitely is for women. Uh, gee, this was not where I thought this question was going. Um, no, I mean. Like, I, I don't really know what you're, what you're asking. It sounds like you're asking for 
financial help. I mean, I'm sure you could contact the county or city government, but ultimately I think for a guy like you, you need to just like own your shit. Uh, if you have a business, like why is your business not paying for everything? Like, like what, what is it that you need? Are you paying for her house? If she's kicked you out and evicted you from the house, like maybe you don't need to be paying it. Uh, I can't, I'm not an attorney, so I can't tell you to, to not pay the note, but like you gotta be able to provide for your child. You have to be able to, you know, you're in care of a minor. So I, I, I think that that, that needs to come first. No phone vehicle. I'm not sure what kind of business you do, man, but maybe you need to reconsider your business. All right. Uh, my ex, Darren, my ex has been passive aggressive and trying to intentionally stir my emotions. Uh, I don't know why you're saying that, but okay. Um, I use the communication strategy to navigate it, but find myself ruminating for days of these little triggers. It's like I'm faking empowerment, but don't feel like I'm taking control. How did all it's bother me? Uh, this, is a, this is an interesting question. So what, what ultimately is happening here for you, man, is like basically you feel like you're trying to do the things to communicate and to navigate it, but it's not real. It hasn't become real for you. Therefore, you're still like getting fucked up and in, in, you're not actually breaking through and getting the wins. Um, how do I know it's bothering me? I mean, you just, it's like anything, like, like if, a, if, if you're, if you're a 10 year old kid and your seven year old brother just keeps like poking at you and saying things to you and it's like trying to annoy you and get under your skin, what do you do? You either ignore it or you, or you move away from the person, right? That's how you don't let that person bother you. Um, in your situation, it's like, you know, you're, you're coming at it from the place of she's being passive aggressive and trying to intentionally stir my emotions. What, what if you stop looking at it as like, she's trying to stir my emotions. What if you looked at it as she's hurt and her only way of dealing with the pain is to be passive aggressive. And as a man who's trying to heal himself, what I'm looking for is this is going to make me stronger that this is not happening to me, but it's happening for me, right? Because right now you're taking on the little bitch view, the, the victim view, which is this is happening to me, not for me. And so we've got to fix that in our approach and stop blaming her and hitting the she button. She's doing this, she's doing that. It's more about, hey, this is the way she's showing up because she's hurt, but this is the way I'm choosing to show up because I'm choosing to walk through this. All right, let's see if we got a couple more here. Mark, what's the best way to emotionally let go of an ex-girlfriend you broke up with because your values didn't align? I keep arguing with myself, tell myself she and I have just gotten done the emotional work and ourselves, working through a trauma that had been worked. Do I just continue to drink the true serum and remind myself that it wasn't meant to be because I can't change her to do the work? Thanks in advance. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would assume girlfriend life kind of the similar thing. If your values didn't align, just like fucking accept it. Like you know, because usually the, the the whole thing of like, well, if we would have done this emotional work, like at the end of the day, you can't change somebody else. And if she doesn't want to change, she doesn't want to change. If her values are her values, your values are your values. You shouldn't want her values to change. You shouldn't want her to change to meet your values. You should want her to be happy with who she is and how she is. Um, that ended up happening to me and my ex-wife where her values didn't align with my values over time and they shifted and I wanted her to be happy. And so I let her go. I let her go be happy. And the same with me. I wanted to be happy. Um, I wanted to be in a, in a relationship with someone who had shared the same values with me. And I went and found that. So like, why, why sit there and, and, and sit in your shit? Why not get out of the pigsty and fucking go find someone that aligns with your values? Like, let it go, dude. Um, let's see. My wife filed for divorce and says she doesn't love me anymore and won't communicate with me about it. We have two kids together and still live together, but are sleeping in separate rooms. What should I do? I love her and I don't want the divorce. Kids love me anymore. Won't communicate with me about it. We have um, you know, you can't force someone to, to communicate with you. I mean, that's, 
that's bottom line. You can't force someone to communicate with you. Um, if she doesn't want to talk together, if she doesn't want to do anything, like it, it is what it is. Like you can't force it. It's hard. It's frustrating. But that's the thing is you just got to deal with it. And I know that doesn't sound fun. It doesn't sound fun to want to have to like deal with something. But that's that's just the damn reality, right? Like, like divorce is hard. Being a man is fucking hard. But worth living a life is hard, right? Living a life worth living is hard. It takes work. And without that, you're fucked. Like, like why even live? So, you know, when you're, when you're like, oh, she won't talk to me. She won't do this. You can't make her talk to you. How about this? How about instead of like, she won't talk to me. How about become a man she would want to talk to? How about what does it look like for me to become a man that she would want to talk to? Maybe I'm the kind of man who's a little bit more open about my feelings and emotions. Not necessarily sharing with her, but maybe sharing with my kids. Maybe learning new communication strategies. Um, maybe being more open and receptive to the things she does say. Uh, I doubt she's giving you complete silent treatment. It's probably she doesn't want to communicate about the divorce, right? And if that's the case, that's okay. Like, hey, at the end of the day, if you really love her, you'll give her space. If you really love her, you'll back the fuck up. Otherwise, it's all ego. Like, what's driving your behavior right now is your fucking ego. And at, at the end of the day, Zach, you, like, you got to get over that. Um, that ego helped you when you were a child. It's not helping you right now, right? It's, it's, it's trying to protect you, but it's fucking you up. It's, it's pushing your wife further away from the kind of man that you can be, but you're refusing to be, right? You're sleeping in separate rooms. Um, you, you, you love her. You don't want a divorce. Well, look, you don't have a fucking choice. Like at the end of the day, Zach, you don't have a choice. If your wife wants to divorce you, she can divorce you. This isn't the 1700s. Like women divorce men all the time at a rate of 80 to 20%. 80% of divorces are filed by women, 20% are filed by men. If she wants to divorce you, she's going to divorce you. Doesn't matter if you if you stomp your feet, doesn't matter if you cry, doesn't matter if you beg, doesn't matter if you, you know, withhold set whatever, whatever withholding and steal money, whatever. It doesn't matter. She's going to divorce you. The fact is is you have to fucking accept it. You have to accept your marriage is over. It's over. It's fucking hard to say and hear. I know that. Cuz I live through this shit. I know what it's like, man. But I'm telling you that the fastest way to move forward is to accept the reality of your situation. Stop trying to make something up from what is not really there. Just like I told the guy earlier, who's like, oh, we got emotional and we got intimate and all this stuff. And it's like, bro, it's false positives, false positives, false positives. In your case, it's not even about false positives. It's all these negatives and you just have to take them for what they are. It's just, it is what it is. It fucking hurts. You need to find someone to talk to about this. You need to find someone you can communicate with about this. You need to get some tools in your tool belt. If you haven't taken my five-day challenge, I recommend that. If you're, you know, if you're in a place where you want some radical transformation, come to join our Thrive program and we'll help you do that. But ultimately, man, that's what it's about. Ultimately, it's about you becoming that type of man who says, you know what? I, I, I am not going to continue this route. I am going to continue moving in the road of, of self-empowerment. Uh, I'm going to get my power back. Uh, I'm going to become the type of man she'd want to communicate with and be the type of man she'd want to be married to. And if she ultimately chooses, she doesn't want to be married to, to you and doesn't want to be that kind of guy. She don't, want to be that, she don't want to be with that kind of guy. And you can't change that. You just have to accept it. All right, guys, that's all the questions I'm going to go through today. I hope this was good. I hope this was powerful. Hope this helped you. Um, look, if you are in a place where you're like, man, I need coaching. I need help. I need mentorship then now's the time for you to book a call with our team. Um, some of you might actually get a chance to talk with me one-on-one. -on -one. Um, the goal of the call is to enroll you into the vision of your future self. That means that we're going to lay out a game plan and we're going to talk about uh, what you need help with. And then we're going to see if 
where you're at matches with the kind of work we do in our Thrive program. And then we'll talk about it. We'll figure out, does this make sense for you to do now or six months from now or whatever it is? But either way, you're going to know where you stand. Um, we'll talk about investment. We'll talk about all those types of things. Um, at the end of the day, we've changed the lives of over 700 men that have gone through our Thrive program. And if you are in a place where you're like, I'm, I'm ready to invest myself, I'm ready to emotionally invest myself, I'm ready to do these things because I'm sick of living the way I'm living. I'm sick of being the bitch, little, little bitch that I have been. I'm sick of not taking responsibility. I don't know how to do these things. I don't know how to communicate. I don't know how to own my shit. I want to own my shit. I've apologized, but I haven't really owned it. I want to heal from all these things because I'm sick of feeling the way I feel and I'm ready to be a leader. If that's you, then that's my invitation is for you to book a call. It's empoweredman.co slash book, empoweredman.co slash book. And we will chat with you and we will figure out what is next for you on your journey. That's all I've got for you guys today. I'll see you. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.